You're listening to Borderline Idealist. Join us every Sunday for new episodes where we focus on introverts, highly sensitive people, and mental health. Log on to BorderlineIdealist.com for past episodes, blog posts, and to find ways to support us. Together, we can give a voice to introverts and tear down mental health stigma. Hello guys, welcome to another episode of Borderline Idealist. I'm Chris. Hello everybody, welcome back. This is AJ. And we have a very special guest with us today. She is a dear friend of couple of years now over a decade i would say yeah i think it's been a while um, her name is jennifer hi jennifer hi <laughs> hello hi. so jennifer um has been diagnosed with ms and depression and on and off again bipolar so <laughs> that's, kind of, that's yeah, sort of funny um that's a little bit yeah we need to clear that one up but so she approached us because she wants to start a podcast. And, um, you know, she found out that we have a podcast. <laughs> so we're kind of, we, you know, t- want to get, um, teach her what we've learned in the past year or so. Yeah, or give her some under, advice. Yeah. You know, even though we're not, we're not experts. We're not ex- <laughs> um, but, you know, uh, we were just talking about, uh, before the podcast started that we wanted, uh, to spread our voice in a positive way, and especially when you're diagnosed with something, um, you want to talk about it so that everyone can understand and know that it's something that you don't have to hide. Yeah, so uh, this episode, we'll kind of, we'll talk about the logistics of it, but we first, we want to introduce you to Jennifer, and we'll just let her get things started by introducing herself and telling us a little bit about herself and her condition and what's that like hi everyone i'm jennifer and i have ms and that is short for multiple sclerosis and the best way that i can think to describe what ms really is is if you think about a power cord and it has the outer lining you know the coating that is considered your myelin sheath if you're thinking about it in your body in your spine and all the wires inside are like all of your nerves. And for whatever reason, my body has decided to attack my myelin sheath. So it's eating away certain areas of my coating, exposing those nerves, those wires. And I have little to no control over wherever that happens at. So that's basically what MS is. And it affects people in all different ways. And there are so many different issues that come along with it. But it is an invisible disease. I mean, you look at me and you can't tell until you see me walk. But people think I'm just drunk whenever I walk. <laughs> so, there's that. So, next time you see someone walking drunk at 10 in the morning, don't think that they're necessarily drunk. They may not be. But depression is a big part of it. And I've never been really depressed. And I didn't really realize that until about middle of June then I really got depressed. And it was to oh, the point... That was last year, June last year? No, this, this, year. Pa- oh, yeah, okay. this past June. I'm just now actually getting out of it. Okay. Yeah, so... um, But you basically just want to lay in bed. You don't care about anything. I mean, I used to think people with depression were making 
it out, sound worse than it was. But no, mm-hmm. they're not. <laughs> I found that out. They're not. What? It's a vacation. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. People. I'm... That's that's one of the things that we I, I kind of struggled with when uh, with Ajahn was going through depression was yeah. like learning. I guess those boundaries of, you know... Yeah, you just want to tell people to get up out of bed. Just get <laughs> up and go do stuff. And yeah. it's not like that, y'all. It doesn't work that way. Right. <laughs> and so do you feel like um, depression came to you, well, you said last year, or this, this June year. was when you first saw the like the, the big major, man- yeah, manifestation the major, of it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I've been depressed... I thought over the years, but not like this. Well, like when you found out you had a mess, was did you feel like you were you went through a little it bit was of depression? A, a little bit, yeah. It was kind of a relief to find out because I knew I had all these issues, and all these doctors just kept saying, "Oh, you're fine, you're fine." But mm. so it was a little bit of a relief to find out that hey, there is something wrong with me, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> which is messed up. Right. <laughs> I mean, that is messed up. That's sort of what a lot of people with other. Other mental conditions kind of feel that relief when somebody diagnoses them with something. Yeah. yeah, they feel something is deeply wrong inside, and they can't find somebody else to acknowledge it. And yeah. I feel like you're kind of crazy, like you're the only one. Yeah. And then you we finally stop telling people, doctors, because you're going to get locked up oh, in mm-hmm. a padded room. Yeah, that's right. that mm-hmm. becomes a fear. It's like crap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I was recently also diagnosed with bipolar. However, I've also been undiagnosed with bipolar. <laughs> so, so we don't know if I'm really bipolar or not. We don't know how crazy I am. <laughs> but um, so I've had one doctor say I wasn't bipolar. That. I can say things way in way too much order. And then other doctors have laughed and said, oh, you're definitely bipolar and you have been your whole life. So, but the last two doctors said I wasn't. So, but MS can manifest in so many different ways that bipolar and depression and so many other diseases and invisible diseases can show up in MS. Yeah, and I mean, it also impacts... Your, I mean, just something a physical um, diagnosis like MS, or you know, that's physical because of the nerves. Mm-hmm. They can have uh, effects on you in multiple other areas. For example, with depression or um, things like that. Like I, I'm thinking about with like my mom when she had her spinal injury, mm-hmm. and they had to um, uh, fuse. Oh no, they didn't fuse it. They uh, put in a uh, synthetic one, a uh, synthetic disc. Yeah. And so she was out uh, for a couple of months, oh, yeah. not being able to walk or do anything for herself. And that was, I know that that got that her depressed and, her. and that was very yeah. rough on her psychologically and not being able to do what she typically does. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times just physical conditions can manifest or can have an impact on your psychological self as well. The things that you don't really uh, think about um, affecting like your psychological mm-hmm. well-being as well. Yeah, I have found um, a lot of new things with me through my diagnosis where I've lost different capabilities. So, like, I can still walk, but I walk drunk. Mm-hmm. and But a lot of people can't walk at all. But I've just learned through different things I've lost, you know, I've found new things in, with me. Mm-hmm. So just a new part of me, I guess. Yeah. 
That's nice. That's good. And this new part of you, you want to share with other people. Yeah. And ho- hopefully inspire them. Exactly. That's so, what I want to try and do. Yeah. So what kind of made you want to talk or, you know, do this podcast? You, well, you mentioned that you started a, a blog. Yeah, I started a blog and it didn't last. I'm not much of a stick with it type of <laughs> so so I figured this might be more my thing because I can talk mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> she so, is a talker like her mama that's right. <laughs> the apple that mama from that tree <laughs> but um yeah I just it's so aggravating a lot of the what people don't know or what they put on you thinking of MS and they don't understand or I mean, I was telling the guys earlier, I said, the look I got from one old guy one time at Walmart whenever I parked in the handicapped parking spot. And it's just, it's, it's just not fair. I mean, he doesn't know what's going on with me, but at the same time, I have a handicapped parking spot. So obviously I need it. I'm not just, I mean, not just hanging out there for the heck of it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, dealing with, a condition that's not very visible it's hard for i'm sure with uh, people with ms and uh, other conditions that are physical but are not fully mm-hmm. visible and like people with mental conditions especially where it it's hard to even just explain what you feel or what you go through internally mentally psychologically to somebody who has no concept of those of those conditions and what people go through and uh what it's often missed is that it doesn't just affect you, like MS doesn't just affect you personally, but it also affects your children mm-hmm. and your husband, your your family at large. So what are some of the other struggles that you've had to deal with? Well, my youngest son just told my mom the other day, and he's 16, and he just told my mom the other day that he doesn't even remember me not having MS. Mm. And that is such a heartbreaking kind of thing, you know, to deal with. Because, I mean, I used to be, I was the dugout mom. I had breakfast cooked every Saturday, did a big breakfast. And, I mean, I had energy to do everything. And you couldn't slow me down. Mm -hmm. And then the MS hits. And I was surprised how fast it hits and it takes your energy away. I mean, to where I could literally feel energy leaving my body whenever I bent down to pick up a pair of socks off the floor. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so ridiculous at the some of the stuff that you struggle with. I mean, just the energy loss and just just not being able to be there for your kids and not feeling good and it changes from minute to minute you may feel fine one minute and then the next minute you feel like you may die and it's hard to plan your life yeah that can be um i spe- i think especially hard on people who have families or like who have responsibilities to younger kids like mm-hmm. i feel like sometimes <laughs> we're lucky that in a way that we don't have those things that, to worry about kids and yeah. things like that. We Only, only cats. Only cats. <laughs> it's just cats. <laughs> <clears throat> but, um, okay, so so you wanted to open up about and just kind of expose people to what it means to have MS. And yeah, yeah. I just wanted people to understand what it is. And 
So that way, maybe people will give others the benefit of the doubt. Right. I mean, you don't know whenever someone's walking slow across the, you know, the walkway, walking into Walmart, you know, this is just the personal thing. I know several people that get aggravated whenever people are walking slow. Mm-hmm. and But you don't know why they're walking slow. So give them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe they're lazy. You don't know that, though. Maybe they have NS. So let's just give people the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, I think oftentimes what what happens out there is that there's just a lack of mis- lack of information or understanding mm-hmm. and or communication with yeah. people. Exactly. So when in that you can see that across multiple areas of our culture where, you know, people who interact with for example with policemen and they don't react the way that a normal person would as far as not getting aggravated or or, you know, certain these sort of things that we're like, well, why would they do that? You know, well, maybe they don't have their full mental capacity at, exactly. you know, at their grasp. And uh, often people, a lot of times, homeless people have a lot of mental issues that they, they are not being addressed. So mm-hmm. when they have interactions with other things like that, and that can kind of lead to um, situations that are not the best. Um, so, well... We have, uh, we've been talking a little bit before the show about sort of what, um, what we do for our podcast and, um, and sort of like the logistics of it. And, uh, and that's why we kind of, um, thought that, you know, this would be a good episode just to share as, as it is, because there might be other people who may want to have an outlet, um, for themselves and, that's sort of how this podcast got started with with AJ, finding him an outlet to speak out, express himself, talk about what he's going through, and um, for it to be something more productive or po- positive um, instead of just staying at home and, and kind of uh, dwelling in the negative thoughts that comes yeah. with, you know, having a mental illness or physical condition that could be limiting. Um, so, you know, if there's anybody else out there who wants to start and a, a podcast, this would be a really good way to kind of get your toes dipped in the water. Um, so, you know, as, as you all, well, some of you may know, we, we record our, our podcast through an app called Anchor. And... AJ found this app really a, a while back ago in September and he's sort of been more of the uh, the one behind that aspect so I'll let him talk a little bit about that and then <laughs> what's that <laughs> well yeah I mean we use Anchor um, we've been using that since we started our podcast to uh, basically record the episodes and um, put them online. It's really easy to use. Um, you can do pre-recordings of things, so like intros like we have for our show and outros. And then it's very easy to just kind of, and we're actually doing it right now. We're recording on our phone. You can record it, make some edits if you want to. If not, you can post it live. And then it basically posts it across all different platforms, mm-hmm. right? So you may listen, maybe listening through Apple Podcast or um, Google Play Store or or Pan, not Pandora, Spotify. Uh, Spotify. Yeah, I mean, there's so many out there now, but um, 
So that's the main app that we use. And then uh, AJ has the software on his computer that sometimes we use for uh, special recordings. I think mostly for when we do interviews, right? Yeah, usually um, to edit them, but you can also edit things in, in Anchor also. Yeah. That's really nice. So um, for for us, we typically, we when we got started, we kind of uh, got on a schedule, right? You're you're like uh, we need to do this every two. I think we were doing it every two days, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we were doing it Wednesday and Sunday. And so, why why did we? Why were we doing it hmm? like that? Why were we doing it like that? Because I wanted to. I don't know. Just put out a bunch of episodes. Because <laughs> <laughs> I had nothing else better to do. I didn't have a job, and I like doing the podcast. So I I like doing it every Wednesday Friday, but yeah, it's it's important to put it on a schedule because I think it makes it easier for people to, um, come back to it at a, at a certain time and remember a certain day that they can come back to it. Mm-hmm. That yeah, keeping a a schedule and having certain expectations for your listeners. Now, Jennifer, do you have do you keep like a certain schedule in your normal day to day life? Um, Not right at now. Is it hard for you to do that? It is. It is. Now, I can keep, like, I can schedule, especially if it's from your phone, you mm-hmm. know, I can do that pretty much wherever. So, that would make it easier. Do you still have, like, a lot of your, some of your routines that you kind of, like, uh, do you still, like, do you do breakfast every once in a while, or? No, I've actually quit cooking yeah. completely. <laughs> it's, it's a fan-for-yourself kind of house yeah. now. So. <laughs> So, um, do you think that keeping this as a would this be difficult for you to keep this as a schedule? No, I don't think that this would be because I could talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I guess it depends on the difficulty level. And it yeah. doesn't. It doesn't take long, especially. Um, you don't really have to worry about editing too much. Um, if you're doing like it, it matters. I guess how long you want your podcast to be. Um, ours are usually like 40 minutes, 30 to 40 minutes. Um, we've even had them like an hour. Um, but yeah, if you have them pretty short, they're pretty easy to do and you can do them on the go. So really nice. Um, so some of the things that we kind of discussed about starting a podcast, well, first of all, is expectations and the realities of, of podcasting. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So, what was what was some of the expectations or that you had when you we, when we started our podcast? Some of the expectations that I had. Yeah. Um, that uh, a certain amount of people would be listening to us. Um, that I would be famous and <laughs> that <laughs> you would appear on the NPR. Yeah, it's just <laughs> it was a, a lot of fantasy because you don't really know a lot about podcasting. Um, or I guess a lot of people don't really know too much about podcasting, but it's very slow when you first start. Um, but it's fun and I like doing it. What are some of your expectations? I really wasn't real sure about what expectations I had. I just want to spread knowledge about MS and, Mm -hmm. and invisible diseases in general, but mostly MS since that's what I know. And so that way people don't judge yeah. as much. That's really kind of my expectation. Just spread awareness. Yep. That's nice. I think a podcast is a great way to do that because a lot of, um, I've 
I guess I've heard, uh, I was saying about my brother met somebody um, that said they listened to my podcast. I think that was the first person that was like outside of my circle of friends or like <laughs> far away that, that listened to it. Yeah. And um, they were listening to my podcast because they were dating somebody with mental illness. So your your input, you know, whatever you say on your podcast could potentially, you know, help somebody else understand mm-hmm. um, in their personal life, even if they're dating some dating somebody like that or they have a, a family member like that or a friend um or if it's them themselves so like, oh wow there's somebody that has ms but they think a different way or they're you know they we, we have something in common but i don't know i, I yeah. guess there's, there's a kind of community that comes around that so it, it means a lot when you you actually have something or you have first-hand knowledge and you're when someone's you know, being the voice for it mm-hmm. yeah yeah, we're just adding your voice, voice to it because there's a lot of voices out there. Oh yeah, <laughs> that tell you to do a lot of different things. Like there are podcasts about BPD that say, you know, I have the cure for BPD. You know, <laughs> you know, join, just pay me this much and keep listening to my podcast, and yeah. you can be cured with this little, That's you know, funny. this medicine or something. Yeah, there are lots of podcasts about stuff. There, I'm sure there are probably podcasts about people with. Um, I've seen one, one's about, uh, narcissists, mm-hmm. um, how to look out for narcissists, why you shouldn't date somebody that has narcissism, um, disorder, you know, and there's just, just a vast array of stuff. Um, but I just try to be positive <laughs> <laughs> and, and talk about it from a positive standpoint and just, just real life, real, um, real things that Chris and I go through. Well, I feel like that's one of the things that sort of kind of defines us. Our podcast is that we talk about things from a realistic point of view. So we talk about some of the issues, you know, the problems that we have as a relationship. Um, what sort of the struggles that we face, how we handle them. But, you know, we're we're not sugarcutting things. We, I mean, you know, we're talking about the the struggles, but also how they can be overcome or how through work and um, dedication, you can get past these things. It's it's not about... Sometimes I feel like people have that mentality of just writing out people altogether. If they're this, then you just you get rid of them, and mm-hmm. they're, they don't matter. It's not important. Um, and, you know, I feel like everybody deserves the right to love and be loved. And everybody has a story. You know, you can't tell something by looking at looking at somebody or you know if they're telling you that you know i've been through depression before or or something you can't just judge them on that um people just have so many different experiences and ways of coping and own struggles yeah so and what that's that's why your podcast would definitely be unique because everybody (laughs) just has their own way of of dealing with with everything yeah one thing that i've sort of kind of remind him is that you know everybody has their own personal struggles Mm -hmm. and your struggles are unique to you and they're you know what you have to go through and try to overcome it's just as big of an obstacle as what i go through and i have to overcome exactly they may be different things but the the struggle is still there and Mm -hmm. so we should honor that and people and kind of like um not write them off or say, well, your struggle is less than my struggle. Um, 
because it takes about the same amount of work to get over these things. Exactly. And, and you never know exactly what people go through. And that's sort of one thing that we've come across uh, online is when people talk to us about, reach out to us and they're like, you, you know, your this podcast reached out to me or touched me because this is what I go through and nobody else can understand that. So knowing that somebody else can listen to you and feel acknowledged or feel like their struggle is acknowledged can have a really deep and personal impact on them. But also being able to share that with somebody else, like a family member or a friend who may not be familiar with it and say, this is what I go through. Listen to this and it'll help you understand me. I think has a, it's a very powerful tool that we have at our disposal now. Mm-hmm. You know, especially with a lot of these, it feels like a, a reawakening of um, people understanding mental illness and also these uh, physical, excuse me, uh, conditions like MS, where we're not very familiar, but it seems like there's an attempt to try to get to understand, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and like I told him and a couple of other people, the only way we can understand is by speaking up. People didn't become accepting of gay people because all of a sudden the everybody's like, Oh yeah, gay people are great <laughs> you know. It was <laughs> they because have rainbows and <laughs> Right. It was because, you know, a lot of people spoke up and over time they were listened to and they were understood. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's the best way to approach a lot of things is when if you have something that's a challenge that's um a condition or something like that that other people have to deal with and they are being the other the majority is misinformed or doesn't understand then the best way to do it or to approach it is to talk about it so that's why um i'm glad for our podcast and i, I think yours would be great too addition Thank to you. it yeah so um <laughs> so expectations is dream big but <laughs> um well yeah. be, be yeah be realistic um well, I kind of like I kind of fell into that a little bit a, a couple of weeks ago or a month ago when we were talking about oh when a couple of months ago I sort of was like oh we could get um we can write to all the uh, presidential candidates and invite them to the show and talk about mental illness and what are they gonna do about <laughs> mental illness <laughs> I'm like yeah that'd be great <laughs> um that's probably gonna be a hard. Yeah. Step to take, but maybe in a year or two. <laughs> um, but you know that's it's sort of great to kind of dream dream big. To see project yourself of where you want to be or what you want to do, um, and I mean in any circumstance, but definitely with the podcast, I think it's great. But you know, it's the reality is that it's hard to get people engaged. I guess even just like. Even people who have, like, um, BPD or depression and stuff like that. It's like, at the beginning when we were starting, he would say, well, why aren't people writing? Why aren't people (laughs) um, listening or this or that? I'm like, well, you got to think about who our target audience is. Um, People who have mental illness and also who are introverts. Those people are not the types of people that want to go online and talk. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, just know, know that they're there. And they'll talk whenever they want to and, you know, whenever they feel ready. And so that's sort of something that he kind of had to get over 
Also, when we started, we didn't have very many listeners. You know, yeah. a week would go by and probably like 10 people would listen. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, well, you know, you just got to give it time. That's like... And I was just like, nobody likes me. <laughs> <laughs> that was always my biggest thing with Ajani. It was like, you just got to give it time. You can't expect things to happen overnight. Or for our follower yes, account. Yes, I can't expect things yeah, to happen I, overnight. I kind of expect that, too. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Like, when I, when I start something, I'm you know I do that. I'm just like, oh, everything's going to be great. Everything's going to be wonderful. Everything's going to yeah. be, what? This is a reality? What? Yeah. <laughs> I'm done with this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but you... Um, I, I think we just really fell in love with what we were doing, even though we had a small audience. And I think our, our audience is still relatively small you know compared to other podcasts um but it's ours you know and it's still something that we get to do and um it doesn't take too long to do it and you know i feel like i'm 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 doing something you yeah know, it's not it's not too much that... it's not it doesn't ask too much of me i anymore. get a sense of like really accomplishment after we do a, a podcast and an episode and just sort of like feeling like you're contributing to something you know Something yeah. that's greater than yourself. So, that's something that... Be like, I'm making a difference. <laughs> <laughs> I made a difference today. And, what you, and you never know. Like, you never know that's when right. you're going to reach somebody that comes across you and they're like, at their at the end. And especially with mental illness, you know. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where they're just hit rock bottom and they don't know what else to do. And then, you know, so you can never know how deep of an impact or how great of an impact you have on people. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that's sort of just nice to think about. But um, so let's um, dive a little bit more. So we talked about well, um, if you're so you you decided to create a podcast, you go to anchor dot or anchor, uh, type in anchor a n c h o r in the app search mm-hmm. in the Apple Store. You download it. You create your profile. Right, we you set a schedule for yourselves every week. You're gonna do it every week, every yes, other week. We're gonna do it every week. Okay, we're gonna we're, right. we're gonna I'm keep committed. you on chat. <laughs> committed. Um, and then um, what we do is we typically write a, a, a bullet list of what our we want the episode to be. And by we, I mean Ajani. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give Ajani the credit where credit is due. Um. He will. He typically comes up with theme or the topic idea, and it's typically based on what just happened the previous week. Um, you know, when he lost his job, or when he quit his job. And I'm like, lost my job. They <laughs> well, that was a long time. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, I sorry. Left them. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't break up with me. Okay. <laughs> I broke up with him. Okay. Right. So when he quit his job, you know. That was something that we didn't talk about it that first week, but I think the second week we mm-hmm. might talk about it. Uh, you know, sometimes we need some time to process things before we can talk about them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, one time we had an argument about money and how Ajani loves to spend money. And See, that, that's <laughs> why we're about to argue right now. You, okay. I'm keep myself on control. I'm kidding. No, so little arguments like I that. I love money. <laughs> so we'll have like arguments and then we'll talk about them in the podcast and i think it was an episode or two ago what was it two episodes ago mm-hmm. um we were i can't even remember right now 
we were talking about something about her relationship going uh, and and to his brother it came across as just an argument right with i don't think it was an argument i think he he just sensed like there was some tension because i was oh, i was kind of stressed out um yeah the, like the last episodes when we we went over that episode and just basically talked about you know some of the um struggles the uh the symptoms of uh borderline personality disorder i noticed from listening to that episode so yeah you, uh, you can youtube podcasts you know <laughs> in as real therapy. life and yeah and as as therapy to like be retrospective and, and look back at yourself um but it helps to teach other people and uh helps to teach us also uh one thing that we have on our website is a mission statement that reminds us of, about why we started the website um and in the podcast just in case we forget <laughs> or in case we're, we're feeling um not as motivated um yeah we like to go back we go back on it and reflect mm -hmm. and it's nice too also just to go through once you get going and to like go through and see what you talked about and sort of the the progression that you've made across the time and that kind of helps us get stay motivated too and it's i think that was the hardest part is just finding the motivation and to keep motivated to yeah to keep going every every week because it kind of after a little while it, for a while it kind of felt like a chore and i was like oh jesus but then we're like okay we have to do it because we've we've got people who are expecting this now and you know they send us money on patreon so we <laughs> yeah so it was like oh gosh we can't not do it so um that was another motivation but um you know you kind of i, I guess and we're kind of lucky because we kind of rely on each other mm -hmm. and so it's good to have somebody else to kind of help that you where you can rely on or help you keep motivated and i'll give you that extra oomph whenever you're feeling down to kind of um remind you to keep going because of your mission statement or because of why you started the podcast to begin with so um why don't um why don't we talk about some of what so what are you thinking about so you're talking about your for your mission statement is um just uh, spreading awareness of your condition ms and depression so uh why don't you tell us a little bit about sort of how those have impacted your life? Well, the MS, it has... I was diagnosed. I went back to college in 2009. And then I was diagnosed in 2012. And I'd been fighting a diagnosis. I mean, I'd been trying to figure out what was going on for years. So it was a relief whenever I was... Well, it was bittersweet, really. Whenever I was diagnosed, it was like, oh, thank goodness, there is something wrong with me. And then it was like... Oh my goodness, there's something wrong with me. So, <laughs> yeah. so you kind of have that moment. And um, so I did finish school, but it was a struggle. I mean, it was hard work to keep because your memory can be impacted by the MS, and mm. most people's memories actually are. So, mine, I've noticed it has gotten worse every time. But um, so I had to work a whole lot harder in school. To get those A's because I was going to get those A's. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, but you still can set your minds 
you know, whenever yeah. you're determined to do something, you can still do it. Yeah. And that's well, what it, I want people to know. Well, is it um, short-term or long-term memory? It's or short-term both? memory. Yeah. Because of the fact that yeah. Oh. yeah, I can describe my grandmother's house. Last time I was in there, I was four years old. Wow. I can describe her house. Can't tell you what I wore yesterday. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. That's yeah. part of that mess. Um, and what about, um, well... You know, you mentioned earlier about how it was hard. How it's hard for you. You don't even cook anymore. Yeah, yeah, I don't even cook anymore. I just. Are you able to maintain a, an as an active or I guess, um, be as involved with your with your children's life as you were before? No, I missed several now. Since there's a there's a new medicine that I'm on, and that medicine has almost given me my, my life back. It oh, really wow. has. It's amazing. But before, for years, it was just, I mean, I didn't make it to stuff if it was too hot outside, too humid outside, too cold outside. We live in Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's everywhere. <laughs> that's right. So I stayed in the house most of the time. Mm-hmm. So I, we have a pool and I never went out swimming. I mean, there were like two or three years I never went outside. I didn't wow. get a suntan. I mean, only wow. went outside to get in the car to drive somewhere. And that was it because it was, and I missed family get togethers because mm-hmm. I would just be too tired to just, I just couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And I remember one time your mom actually, Christian, she was like, she told my mom, she's like, call Jennifer, tell her to come in her pajamas. I don't care. Tell her to come. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, oh. okay, I'm getting dressed. I'm coming. Oh. <laughs> so, you know, it was funny. But yeah, I've missed several things because of that, because yeah. of that mess. So I've missed a lot of my children growing up. And it was so sad whenever my 16-year-old told me, well, told my mom. That he doesn't remember me ever getting up and cooking big breakfasts and, you know, if Mm -hmm. I said that word right, cooking big breakfasts and, you know, doing all the things that a mom does. I mean, I was that person that Mm -hmm. could do everything. Everyone always came to if they needed something done. And now, all of a sudden, I'm that person that is shielded from all that stuff. Mm. So, and that was hard. It's hard to figure out whenever you're used to being the person that does for everyone. Mm -hmm. It's really hard to get to the point to where you can ask for help. And it's okay if you can't do for other people. Mm. And that that was a big depression thing for me too actually a few years back I went through that but I was fortunate that my best friend at the time and well she's still my best friend but she lives (laughs) off so but um she has lupus so I was fortunate that she was actually there for me and we were able to help each other get through it Mm -hmm. so that's it kind of bonded us for life I think (laughs) yeah struggles like that I mean, that's a that's a lot of stuff that those are a lot of different um topics for like podcast episodes um i think like <laughs> everything's a brain like, i was just, i was just like thinking like when she said that i was like oh yeah i'm glad we recorded this like just you know how it affects your family life you yeah. know your children. Um, your children um you know early diag- um being diagnosed uh you said like you 
I was went to the doctor a, a couple times and they didn't know it was MS, but you knew yeah. something was wrong with yeah, you? Yeah, I've done, yeah, for years. Yeah. And whenever I trace it back now, I can actually trace my very first real issue because people with MS, now it doesn't mean everyone with migraines has MS, but 20% are of people or blah, 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 blah. People with <laughs> MS are 20% more likely to have migraines. Mm. So in my first migraine, I remember it. I was only four years old. And wow. Yeah, what? and I can remember it. That's how much pain it was. <laughs> wow. I'm like, whenever you were in pain and you can remember pain from yeah. four, yeah. <laughs> you know it was pain. Yeah. <laughs> so, so my whole life, I've been going to doctors and I'll tell them different things. But, mm-hmm. you know, you finally get to where you quit talking about it because you're like, I'm going to get locked up in the padded room. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. And see, like, you don't, when you think about, like, a condition like MS, you the main immediate thing is like, well, you know, these physical traits is what yeah. is going to be mostly impacted. But, you know, other than that, you're going to be fine. Yeah, that's you what know? people think. There's so much that goes on, you know, and and oftentimes I guess it's also just there's so many things that that we do or that happens to us in our day to day lives that we don't really think about. They're not conscious about as to what would happen if, you know, we did get diagnosed with a mass or we did get diagnosed with borderline personality disorder or depression and how that impacts not just you yourself personally and how you feel and how you view yourself, but how your children view your, view you or how your husband views you or how other people might be you know mm-hmm. take for granted like just the way that we walk you know if we were yeah. <laughs> walking yeah. around drunk and then other people looking yeah. at us that make you that would make me feel very self conscious a little bit you know and um I I already have anxiety so I'm just like I'm just going to stay inside. <laughs> I don't want I don't want to be too different, you know. I know. I know. That's when some, that's something that you that he's always sort of very self-conscious about, especially when we're out in public with a like in a big group setting. Sometimes I won't even let you hold my hand cuz I'm just like people are looking at us. Right. <laughs> it's, uh it's it's yeah. It's weird. And they look at me all the time, too, but it's usually whenever I run into them. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the time, I mean, people always apologize, you know, if you run into someone. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. I'm like, no, I promise you it's me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, when you think about, like, um, going to the store, and the, that's the new challenge for you now. Oh, yeah, it is. I do the Walmart um, pickup. For the most oh, yeah? part. Yeah, I do that most of the time because it's just because even fluorescent lights and they're cheaper and more expensive fluorescent lights. Who need this, right? <laughs> so Walmart and mm-hmm. Home Depot have cheaper fluorescent lights. Lowe's and Target have more expensive ones. Wow. And the cheaper fluorescent lights can cause fluorescent migraines, which can cause your vision to start going and cause you to get what? dizzy. What? Hmm. Right? Wow. Man, <laughs> that's a podcast episode. All right, no. <laughs> what fluorescent lights to look out for? What stores to go? For? Yeah. Well, I researched all this yeah. stuff whenever I started noticing it at Walmart. Yeah. You know, there oh, were wow. a couple times I felt like I was going to pass out mm-hmm. in Walmart. And I'm like, what is going on in uh, Walmart? Yeah, <laughs> and and see, and so sometimes uh, we'll talk about certain things, and I'm like, I tell Ajani. We need to, well, for him, it's like we've talked about um, his work conditions mm-hmm. and how managers are not really the best trained or just 
really basic mm-hmm. etiquette sometimes about how to approach people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, if we need to package this as an information package so we can present it to people that are higher ups and be like, this is what's happening that, that is, you're not aware about. It's so funny because I actually, um, I have said I wanted to do that for MS. Mm-hmm. Do a packet and have a section for the people with MS and then their caregivers too. Yeah. You know, so that way they know what to expect or what to possibly expect mm-hmm. because it's different with everyone. Yeah. You know, yeah. So, like, for you, like, this is something I'm not sure if they even are aware that their type of lighting can affect the customers that they they're trying to provide you know Mm -hmm. so that's really interesting yeah that's really cool well so she (laughs) it's funny because he's also um a big researcher or he does yeah he goes into deep dives online yeah i love wikipedia oh wikipedia no anyone can edit wikipedia oh my gosh here we go (laughs) (laughs) he's always defending wikipedia (laughs) well unless they cite their sources Edit it and put my name right in the middle of something mm-hmm. one time just to prove that you could do mm-hmm. it. Yeah. But, yeah they have, but if you go back, it's not there anymore. They have moderators. Well, because I deleted it. No, they have. <laughs> <laughs> but I, yeah, I do like I do like to do research. I mean, not just on Wikipedia, but Wikipedia does have good information, and you just have to make sure the the sources are cited and you know see yeah. where those go. Um, yeah, he'll go. He'll find something and he'll look at the source, and okay. then he'll look I've, at the source I've for that. I've added stuff to Wikipedia before inside of sources, so I okay. okay. Well, yeah, I work as... there. <laughs> <laughs> I work at Wikipedia, so I can't believe you're saying that. You know, it's just not paid. <laughs> you know, but they're they're good at also like locking some pages from get. Like I'm pretty yeah. sure Donald Trump's page is locked, so you can't edit it. No, well, you don't need to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, people, <laughs> you know, or even Obama. Like I'm sure, like high profile people they usually lock their page so that people can't yeah. can't edit it and just put, put crazy their name stuff. In the yeah. Of it. <laughs> oh, Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, but so but that's great that you were um that you do some of these research stuff and you know yeah. that that's great for the podcast format because mm-hmm. not a lot of people know how to either do the research or have the time to research it themselves. Yeah. So that's really neat. Let's see. Um, I just was checking <laughs> on the time where we were at. So I think, um, well, one last thing is that you asked about uh, the podcasting was monetization, whether we make any income from it. And as some of you guys know, um, we do ask for um, donations. And um, uh, if you haven't already done so, go to our website, birdlineidealist.com <laughs> and, uh, and click on our Patreon page. But... Uh, every once in a while, uh, Anchor uh, partners you up with um, a company or a product that they were trying to do some promotions. And this has only been really recent, like within the past couple of months, really. Yeah. Right? And they've only done it a couple of times. And it it pays you like a, um, I think it's like one cent. What's like one cent or listen? two cents per, per listen. It depends on the company, too. Yeah, it it depends on the company, but I mean, we haven't got any recently. I haven't really used them because it just, um, you have to record something personal, uh, for them, and it's just 
kind of weird to make that fit into the mm-hmm. show, but also because we have we have patrons now, you know, I don't I don't like using the sponsor thing too much. You know, yeah, I remember the first time that it came up as an option for us, we were like debating it. We we're like, well, is that like selling it out or something? <laughs> yeah. You know, like because the first one was like this backpack or something, was well, it a bag or something? Yeah, it was like yeah, some kind of bag. Yeah, and I was like, well, it's it just feels weird, you know, recording yeah. an ad. For a company or a product that you don't even know about. So, at, and you know, it, it depends. You know, everybody has their own personal views. But for us, I felt like it was, we only did it for things that we were like, we felt positive about. Um, and you don't have to accept them, you know. If yeah. they suggest something, you can say no thanks and then just continue going on. And But that's why we created the Patreon page was because we wanted really to, because we, we do need the money for, especially for our website, because we're paying for our URL and hosting and everything. So um, that's something that comes out of our pocket. Uh, last year, we paid, you know, I paid about $200 with everything to get us started and doing all that. So I'm like, let's try to gain some money, <laughs> at yeah. least just to pay for the website. And like, we don't have to make money off of the podcast, but yeah. something that doesn't hurt our pocketbook. Um, so that's something that you can always um, ask for donations. And there are some people that, that have some money, some spare change that they can, you know, help out. And then the other thing we do is like, you know, you don't have to donate. You don't have to um, send money. There's a lot of other ways to support a podcast just by sharing it or by, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, by sharing the podcast or, you know, uh, sharing your, your page or something like that. So, uh, and those that helps just as much, you know, with uh, as far as helping you because they're helping to share what you're going through and um, getting new ears to listen to you. So, um, I think um, that's pretty much it. Am I missing something? No, uh, I was just going to say, you know, if you look up podcasting, um, a lot of people will tell you that there's lots of money to be made and uh, that you can get rich quickly and <laughs> <laughs> and stuff like that. But, you know, Chris and I don't do the podcast to make money as, like, an income. I mean, none of that money really goes towards our, our groceries or our living or income <laughs> or anything like that. Um, no. We really just do it because we enjoy doing it and we actually get something out of it and and helping other people um i mean it's good that we have people that that donate to us and that we um have anchor sponsors from from then you know from every every now and again uh but yeah i would just think if you're if you're starting off a podcast i wouldn't worry about getting paid i think you should just worry about you know, doing what you finding your set voice. out to do, and you know that's to tell people about something that they don't hear about every day. Then stick to that. But yeah, I think the most important part is just finding your voice. You're like being a volunteer, yeah. basically. I mean, everything is free. The Anchor app is free. You can download any other. Um, there are lots of apps that will let you make a podcast. They're all free. 
if anybody tries to charge you to make a podcast or lying to you, there are yeah. lots of those too. Oh gosh, yeah. You know, I mean, everything is free, so. Don't fall for those scams. <laughs> you know. But, yeah, that's all I have to say. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Um, yeah, don't fall for those scams. It's uh, it's not hard to do to get started, and um, hopefully uh, I, I, I will take it upon myself to write a blog post about some of the steps that we discussed with the links and things like that for anybody who's interested to go on our website and, and look that up. But um, give me about a, a week to do that. No, <laughs> no I'll try to do it within the next couple of days. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but is there anything else you'd like to uh, to touch on, Jennifer? No, thank you very much did for we, having me. Did we scare you away on the no, podcast? No, you didn't. You, I'm really <laughs> excited. Good. <laughs> And we're excited to listen to you. Yeah, uh, thank you. Yeah. So we'll let other people know when your podcast yes. goes live. Oh, and, yes, we'll coordinate. Oh, <laughs> we will coordinate. Yeah. We other, um, any of our listeners, if you're interested in starting a podcast, feel free to reach out to us. Um, ask us any questions. Um, anything, you're free to reach out to us about anything else that we need. Uh, ep- uh, episode ideas. Suggestions. Yep. You, uh, borderline idealist at gmail.com. Is that right? That's yeah. us. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You look at me like you're not sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, who are we yeah, again? Yeah, like, yeah, that's, yeah it. That's, that's, that's it. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. We hope this was somewhat educational. And, <laughs> and um, uh, we'll catch you next week. Bye. 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 If you love listening to the show, why not support our cause? We ask for a dollar a month to help grow our website and reach more people. If you feel like what we do is important and makes a difference, we ask that you stop by borderlineidealist.com and click on the Patreon link in the menu. Thank you as always for listening, sharing, and inspiring us to do bigger and better things. Thank you for joining us this Sunday. Follow us on our Facebook group and Instagram for more behind the scenes. If you like the episode, why not help AJ and Chris reach more people and leave an iTunes review to help others discover the podcast. Together, we can defeat mental health stigma.